Welcome to Everything and the Gym Podcast. This is an interview episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Everything and the Gym. Before we get started, I wanted to come on and say welcome to the season finale of season one. My team and I have decided to go with seasons. So here is your season finale. I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Everything and the Gym. I'm your host, Shelby, and today I have one of my bestest friends with me. (laughs) What is your name? My name is Jasmine. (laughs) I have been bugging you about doing a podcast episode since before this podcast was a thing. Yes. I think this summer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I will just mic up and we will have a conversation. Yeah. (laughs) So, I was thinking when I met you, and I can't exactly pinpoint it, but I can pinpoint one of the first conversations I had with you. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You were up at the dumbbells, and I think I had said hello to you like one other time, and I went up there, and I just remember telling you about my Stairmaster routine. Yes, I do remember (laughs) that. I do. And I was like... Eight at the time it was like five for a minute, eight for a minute, twelve yeah. for a minute. I think and I saw the same. You repeat that for like for an entirety of ten minutes, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I, that that is the first conversation I remember. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. I mean, yeah. I remember. I think you just like popped up and you were like, "Hey, do you want to try something?" And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> I was like should I be doing more cardio? Because I don't do cardio at all. And I always see you like sweating on the Stairmaster. And I was like, this girl, oh my gosh. And so I did the workout and I wanted to die. Yeah. I I haven't done that in a long time. That was over a year ago. It was over a year ago. It has to be. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Because I think it was like September of last year when we like actually, September, October. Yeah. When we started talking. Yeah. Making fun videos. Oh, I know. That was so much fun. All the cringy, fun videos. Some of them I look back and I'm like, okay. I know. Like our leapfrog video. I'm like, oh, yeah. That was, I was putting myself out there on that one. I was like, this girl, she (laughs) she records herself. She's doing the thing. Like, I'm going to just follow lead and do the thing. And it was fun. Look where you are now, though. I know. I feel like I'm a completely different person. Yeah. Like, for real. In a whole year, I think both of us have changed completely. Yeah. It's wild to think about when I think about the last year. All all of us, actually. Everyone. Like, (laughs) you, me, Dio. I've seen change in Dio like crazy. Oh, yeah. I have to mention him because he's like, I have told him that. We are his sisters. Yes. And he's like our brother. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's right. He's our boy. Hello, Dio. Hi, Dio. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's kind of hop into something. Okay. What was your life like before you got into health and fitness? <sighs> well, I have always been active. I think from a very young age, I had a decision where 
I either was dancing or I was playing sports. And so that, I mean, I was young and I remember trying out dance and I was like, your girl's not made for dance. Um, and then my dad put me in softball and that kind of like snowballed into all the way up until the end of high school. Like Mm -hmm. I just played everything. I was always active. I was always on a team. Um, so that really was like, I I can't really remember a time where there was a before, Mm -hmm. um, as far as like getting serious about like the gym and fitness, I would say that started in about 2020, 2019. That pre-pregnancy or post-pregnancy? Post-pregnancy. I always um, fluctuated. Like I would work out super hard for like two weeks and then I would be off two weeks. And then it kind of got longer where I'd work out for a week and not for a month, you know, and it kind of snowballed. And so I was always like that before my pregnancy. Um, And then all of a sudden, I think I saw a video of myself. My sister likes to film TikToks. Like she she was like a little TikTok girl. My sister's like eight years younger than me. And so she's a Gen Z. How old are you? I'm 29. (laughs) Almost 30. That hurts to say, but that's okay. Um... I have a little brother and sister, and yeah, they are about eight, eight and nine years apart from uh-huh. me, so they're young. Um, but she loves to film TikToks, and we had filmed this TikTok in my house. It was me, her, and my mom, and we were dancing. And I remember looking at that video and looking at myself, and I just had this like realization moment where I was like, I don't recognize her. Mm-hmm. Like this, I'm at like a new, I wouldn't say low, but just I needed to do something, and I yeah. needed to do it quick. Um, and so that's kind of when things started for me. And that was, to be honest, I feel like that moment was spring of 2021. Um, so we had been here for about a year, Mm -hmm. almost a year. And then I buckled down and got my shit together. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. It was good. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You came so far. I did. I think it was more of like, um, a discipline thing that I needed more than anything else because my whole life I've always had this fitness itch in the back of my head always Mm -hmm. saying like be more active you need to do this you need to I would always find myself back in the gym doing something Mm -hmm. and I think for so many years I thought I knew what I was doing but I didn't yeah um and so in that moment after I watched that video I was like I'm gonna learn some things like I'm not just going to do what random influencers tell me to do. I'm going to learn for myself, learn about what I need as a person, because we all need something different, um, and prioritize myself. Because at that time, I think Jack was two, and I was, two is hard. And I know people say that, but, like, my son Jack is wild, y'all. Yeah. You've met him. He's wild. And imagine him like nonverbal at two. It was just like, I needed a break. Yeah. Like a mental health break. And at the time I was a stay at home mom. Um, My husband works full time. So I was like, I need a break. So I made it a point. I joined TrueFit and that's where I first met Dio. Mm -hmm. Um, He worked the front desk and I made it a point to take myself there at nine o'clock every single day. 
like no matter what, rain or shine, even if I didn't feel good, like nine o'clock, because that was my time and I got a break. Mm -hmm. So, which I felt super guilty about hashtag mom guilt, um, which you actually helped me with when I met you. I know (laughs) I had so much trouble taking my son to the gym because I, I just felt bad, you know, when in reality, it was like, I'm with him all the time. You know, I need time for me and, you know, being pregnant and post-pregnancy and all of that, like takes a lot out of you and you kind of lose yourself during those years. And I decided, okay, now it's time for me. And so I would show up at TrueFit every single day. Dio would welcome me and I didn't know who he was, but I was like, this guy is so happy all the time, like super early. And he would say hi to Jack. And Jack's just like, you know, just learning to walk mm-hmm. like in there every day. And then, yeah, I still, I didn't really talk to Dio until I started Crunch Yeah, a year later. Cause I was like, oh, I joined Crunch and then he was at the front desk at Crunch. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like I know you now. And then that's when we like started yeah. talking. Um, but yeah, that was really like the start of my health and fitness journey. What? Let me get deep on this one. <laughs> what was your mental health like? What were things that were going through your head when you were like, right before you started and when you started fitness? Because I know this is this is your niche. Your yeah. women's health is your niche. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you were struggling with at the time when you started? Oh my goodness. Lots. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my history if that's okay yeah because it'll it's going to paint a picture for you as to how I got to where I am now so I always played sports I said that um but I really struggled with my body image from a very young age Mm -hmm. I'm talking like 11 12 I always felt like I was bigger than everybody else um when in reality just my friends were teeny tiny like we're young. We were children. Yeah. But in my brain, I was like, something's wrong. Right. I'm like, I don't fit in. Um, this isn't what I want. And at the time, like my family, they didn't, they never ate healthy. Healthy was like eating. I don't know. Like I remember my family making like a smoothie with like sugar in it. Right. Fruit with the with sugar. And I'm like, that's all I knew. Yeah. Um, So I struggled in high school with that, and I'm from Florida, so what we did, like our outings would be go to the beach, and you're in a bikini. And so I remember there were times, like, I I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go hang out with my friends because I knew that I would be bigger than my friends, Um, which was really hard. And it's sad to look back on because that was my childhood. And looking back, it was just, it's just the way that my body is, yeah. you know, and that's okay. Everybody is different. Everybody is different. Um, and so that was really high school. I struggled with that. And then I remember I was 15 years old and I was just fed up with something. I think I maybe have, didn't go to the beach or something. And my parents were both somewhere. I think they were working and I lived pretty close to the beach near a convenience store. And I thought, you know what? Like I, I'm going to walk to this convenience store and I'm going to buy weight loss pills. And sure enough, I did. I didn't know what I was doing. 
I was 15 and walked all the way to that convenience store, found the weight loss pills. And I was like, this is going to change my life. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what you think. They didn't. Um, and at the time I realized I just did that because a boy I liked picked someone tinier over me. Yeah. And so that's all that was, you know, flooding my, my little, little brain at the time. So yeah, that was high school. And then I turned 18 and my parents had some financial issues. Um, and so I was forced to live somewhere else. I think I rented, I rented a room out of some friends' houses. Mm -hmm. It was like a little side room. I rented that out and I was like, this is my time. I'm 18 years old. I can buy my own food, healthy food. I can do what I want. Right. And I was like, so liberated. Um, and I remember my first grocery shopping trip and I took a picture of it. I posted it on Instagram and I was like, look at me with all this healthy food. It was like Chobani and I just felt like a new person. So I was, I can't remember how long I was there for. Um, so I started doing that and then I realized healthy food is expensive. It is. I was 18 years old working full time as a waitress in my hometown. And I was like, okay, well, let's see. I'm by myself. Nobody knows what I'm doing. I'm going to buy, what was it called? I think at the time it was called Garcinia Cambogia. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. It was like a weight loss thing. It was very popular. And I'm sure it was like a multi-level marketing thing. Yeah. I spent, I don't know how much money on this. Yeah. And it was like, I get the package. It's like 10 different bottles. You take it all day. And essentially like you're not eating. Oh. You take all of these weight loss pills. You're not eating. And there was this girl that I knew who had bragged one time about how she lost so much weight by going to the gym and not eating and taking weight loss pills. And I was like, that's the magic recipe. That's yeah. what I want. And sure enough, I did it because no one was around me. Nobody was there to hold me accountable. All I knew was, Hey, I'm going to get smaller. I don't care about anything else. I didn't know anything about the gym. I think this was the first time I actually set foot into a gym. Hmm. And I was running and walking and trying out different machines. Um, and I was essentially making myself sick. Yeah. Like I would go every day, five times a week. And I was essentially killing myself. Did you feel good? Did no. No. I felt so awful. And at the same time, I was working out. No, not working out. I was working full time. Um, and it was like, I would say this is one of the lowest points in my life. Yeah was this moment. And so with this, obviously I would get hungry. And so I started binging at nighttime. I was like, I'm just so hungry, you know, and I'm burning calories. I didn't understand. I'm like, I thought the weight was supposed to fall off, which it was, but like, why am I so hungry? So unfortunately I started purging. I would binge eat. And then I was like, well, let's see what happens if I throw it up which is very sad. And yeah. I mean, at the same time that this was going on, my family moved into a new house and they didn't, they moved into a house and they didn't have a room for me, which was very hard because yeah. I was like almost forced to stay on my own. 
I didn't have anywhere to like fall back on. Yes. So I was in that spot for a while. I mean, I would say like eight or so months of just, I mean, I was tiny. I got to the point like me, for reference right now with muscle and everything, I weigh about like 148. Yeah. Um, then I got down to like 123. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, I looked sick. Did anybody say anything to you? No. Because what do you say when you see somebody who's lost weight? People say, oh, oh my goodness, you lost weight. You look amazing. Right? Yeah. Nobody questions you, which is a thing that I also want to talk about is commenting on people's weight because I think we shouldn't. Yeah. Because um, you just don't know what people are going no through. No idea. No. That's what this podcast is for. Right. Yeah. So don't comment on people's weight. <laughs> <laughs> but if you see someone gain muscle. Yeah. Comment on the muscle. Yeah. Because it's all the hard work. Because that's some hard work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a sad time in my life. And then I, um, my dad left during this time, which was also hard. And so mentally, I think I was just done trying to survive I was yes I was trying to take care of my mom and my brother and sister and just making sure you know things didn't fall apart more than they should and I was supposed to be going to college and I had a friend who pushed me to apply didn't think I was going to get in got in and I was faced with a very big decision of do I stay here and continue helping my mom and my family, or do I, you know, choose myself? Yeah. Which, I mean, I was 18. I was teeny. I, I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and so I made the decision to choose myself because I knew what I wanted, and I've always had an idea of what I want my life to look like, and it wasn't what my childhood was. Yeah. It was something greater, and I know that I can get there um, through a lot of hard work. Um, so yep, I went to college and they had an amazing gym. It was a campus gym. It was huge, like three levels, rock climbing wall. And so I decided to go, started going. I wasn't eating, um, probably because I didn't have money. Like yeah. I was just surviving, working two jobs, going to school. Um, yeah, I literally was surviving, um, yeah. but I would make time to work out. I would go to spin. I was doing all cardio, all body weight exercises. And I'm just like, man, this isn't working. Like, excuse me. I was like, what, what am I missing here? Yeah. Something is missing. So I stopped during this time. I ended up graduating. I got married. I was still on the phase of like working out a little bit, not working out. Um, got married, got a personal trainer for about a month. And this personal trainer, I was like, I already know, I already know everything about fitness. This is just going to help me, you know, stay accountable. Truth is, I didn't know anything about fitness. I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And so had the personal trainer on base for a month. She was amazing. Again, we really were doing like body weight stuff. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you first get into PT. You do, you start small and then you work yourself up. But I quit after a month because I was like, again, I felt awful. Something wasn't right. Yeah. So that's when, if you fast forward to when I talked about um, going to the gym here for the first time, what 
needed to change was my diet. Um, and that's when I really decided like, Hey, you're going to do some research on your body and you're going to figure out what you need to eat to sustain working out as much as you would like to. Yeah. And so making those changes, figuring out my macros, eating protein. Where did you start though? When you deep dived into that, where did you start? So there was this, I had a friend, she was my childhood friend and she was following this program. I can't even remember what it was called macro something. And they had a 30 day shred program. And I was like, get me on that. Yeah. Let's do it. She did it. She looks great. And you know how they always post the before and after pictures, 30 days, 30 days. That's all you need. And I said, I can commit to anything for 30 days. Right. Yeah. So with this program, she calculated my macros for me. So she gives me, she's like, you need to eat this on this day, this on this day. And really helped me see and visualize, which I'm not big on 30 day programs, but this did change my life. Yeah, it did because I did 30 days of nonstop tracking my food, making sure I'm eating everything right. And, you know, strength training Mm -hmm. and I started falling in love with it. Um, but I get to the end of the 30 days go and I take my after picture and I'm like, what? Nothing. What? Like, I can't, I don't have abs. Like, right. Like what did, did I do something wrong? So then I started doubting myself. Um, and I mentally pushed past and I said, you know what, let's go again, 30 more days. Let's do it. And so I think I did three rounds of that 30 days, which I'm so grateful for that. I pushed myself and it allowed me to track my food and learn learn about carbs and learn about protein. And it let me see, you know, where, I mean, I was eating so much fat, like I didn't know. And so you don't know until you see it. Yeah. Um, essentially my diet for years had been no protein, all carbs. Yeah. All fat. So I switched gears, started eating protein more. And I swear to you, when I started eating protein, my whole body changed. Like everything I was eating more and my body was becoming firmer and stronger. Mm -hmm. I felt like the mental clarity that I had was insane. Yeah. I was a better mom. I was a better wife. I was a better friend. And so even though I always tell people, I don't believe in 30 days, 30 day programs. If that's where you're starting, that's okay. Yeah. Just you can start there. One step and yeah. some direction. Yes. Yeah. To focus all in and get after it. So a mom comes up to you and she is like, okay, what can I do? Where do I start? Like a brand new mom postpartum. Uh, she's like, I feel down. I don't know what to eat. What What is your advice to... That first step, that first step. Oh my goodness. Well, first I want to say, I mean, there's a lot of mental health that goes on after having a baby. Yeah. I dealt with it. I had postpartum depression. Um, I quickly found out I needed to be on medication, um, to help me get through that. So Mm -hmm. that's something that's an uncomfortable conversation that a lot of women need to have. Um, 
and I feel like it's necessary, you know, yeah. to first make sure like you are doing this for the right reasons, because that's the basis of all of my training. I'm not going to train you if you just want to get smaller, yeah. which now you know my story. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I would just honestly make sure that, you know, her mental health is OK and to take baby steps and whether that be, you know, easy at home workouts mm -hmm. or um, I'm big on journaling, too. So whatever feelings that you have, you know, journaling, writing down everything, writing down, you know, what you're eating depends on if you're breastfeeding, because if yeah. you're breastfeeding, you need to eat more, which some people are like, oh, well, if you're nursing, all that weight's just going to fall off. And that's not true for a no. lot of people, yeah. you know, everybody's different. So taking those baby steps. Um, and honestly, so for me, after I had my son, I knew I was like, my body's going to change. I think I gained like 85 pounds after I had my son. And I used to walk the track with him. Just a newborn baby. Sam yeah. would be playing Frisbee in the middle of the field. And I would go and I would push him. And I would walk and I would walk. And I'm just like, this is me getting my body back. Right. This is all I can do. And then a couple weeks after that, I was like, let's try and amp things up a little bit. So I started running. I could not even get halfway around the track. And I pushed myself. And I will never forget this moment sobbing, uncontrollable sobbing, pushing my newborn baby because I didn't know what body this was. Yeah. I could always just go for a run or do some type of physical activity. And in that moment, I was like, things have changed. This is, I'm on a whole new level. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, baby steps. That is how you were going to get there small habits, baby steps, journaling, um, taking care of yourself and self-care. Mm -hmm. That's huge, which I always thought self-care was just, I'm going to do a face mask. I'm going to do this. No, you need to do things for you daily, which I did yeah. find out was exercise for me. Yeah. That is doing something for you and investing in yourself and giving yourself like that hour to think about other things like other than being a mom yeah. or a wife or whatever it is. And it, it's just so important to do that and just go slow. That's, that's what I would say. Go that, slow. You're in it for the long haul. Yes. You want it to be sustainable. You don't want anything quick. Your body just went through major trauma. Yeah. You know, depending on if you had a C-section or a natural pregnancy or if it's your first baby or third, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, take things slow and trust in yourself and trust the process, not look for results every day and weighing yourself and yeah. all of those things. Because if you don't want to weigh yourself, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Because the weight is so, it's just relative yeah. to what you're doing. Unless yeah. you just had a baby. So focus on how you feel. Focus on mentally how you feel, how you eat, and all of those teeny tiny things that you do during the day. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. So, when you first stepped foot in the gym, would you ever have imagined that you'd be a trainer? No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. 
I, mm-mm. I, in my head, I still feel like I'm a newbie, yeah. which is weird. Cause I think I've been training consistently for a little over three years now. Yeah. Um, and boy, those first three years, I was so scared. Yeah. I was so scared walking in that gym, just terrified to do absolutely anything. Um, looking at all the personal trainers, I remember seeing the personal trainers and being like, oh, they're judging me. But now you're one of those personal trainers. I know. I blinked. <sighs> and I think I just wanted, I wanted to keep learning, yeah. you know, and I wanted to tell my story and put things out there and share the correct information knowing that it is factual Mm -hmm. because I know what I put on social media is factual. Yeah. Some other people don't, which that's your prerogative, you know, but if it's me, I'm in control of me and what I say and what I put out there content wise. And I think that's what really pushed me to, you know, get my certification. Yeah. Um, which I feel like you sped through that. I did. What was what was getting that journey like for you? Getting your certification. Holy moly! <laughs> Nobody told me how hard it would be. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I work out all the time. I know what I'm doing. Like, what more? Like, it's just gonna teach me, you know, how the personal side of things. When in reality, it was a mini course to human biology, and. All of that stuff, yeah, which I was not prepared for. Um, gosh, and all the systems of the body, how the body works, which I find interesting, so yeah. interesting. I loved it. I loved every second of it, and it made me want to go back and wish that I got a different degree because I have a psychology degree. Yeah, so I, I get the people side of it, but I don't get the human side of it. Yeah, the way that our body moves and works. Um. But boy, I started in May. I got done by, I got done with the course by August. No, actually, I think end of June, end of July, end of July. Yeah, you were done with it real fast. Yeah, I cranked through. And then I got through and I thought, oh no, I have to test on this. Like this is 800, 900 page book and I have to take a test and I am not a test-taking person. Yeah, I mean, you, you can ask Dio. Dio's just like, when are you going to take the test? Oh, yeah. I was harping on you, too. I was I like, know. when are you going to go do when? this? When? <laughs> when? You're, you've been done with the course. Like, what's the deal? And I was just like, I just want to make sure that when I take this test, I don't take it twice. Yeah. Even though you do get multiple chances, I was like... We didn't see you for a while. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, I owe it to myself to put in the work and get it done because I was doing the work only at nighttime. I would put my son to bed. Sam would go do his school because he's in school right now. And then I would crank out some lessons each night over and over and over again, rinse, wash and repeat. And finally, Sam, my husband was just like, Jasmine, schedule the dang exam. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, fine. And I did it right before the bachelorette trip. Yeah. And sure enough, I passed, but what they don't tell you is you pass and then you feel like a little lost puppy. You're just out there. You're just in the wild training people, which is fine. And the truth is I do know more now than I did. Yeah. Um, 
and I have a certificate now, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I never thought I would be a personal trainer. And I remember having a thought way back, like, gosh, 2013. Wow. How cool would it be to be a personal trainer? That's like the ultimate job. Yeah. Helping people and personal trainers must be so cool. Right. And like all of this stuff. So now to like be there is wild. Yeah. And to be a group fitness instructor. Yeah. Because you know. Yeah, that's a big step for you. That is not in my brain of things that I would ever want to do. or Being in front of people. I remember whenever I was going through mine, you're like, yeah, I can't do that. I said, absolutely not. I can't not. do that. <laughs> nope. The amount of times that I told you, not for me. Nope, yeah. not for me. Um, but I'm in this zone or era in my life where I'm constantly trying to change the narrative and push myself and I've always been I've always been a scaredy cat yeah my whole life I've just if it's uncomfortable I'm gonna be back here you guys can do the uncomfortable thing and I'm gonna hold my breath and watch you and cheer you on yeah when now I'm like realizing that's where everything happens is the scary stuff because I've been scared as hell the last three years. Yeah. Stepping foot in the gym. And now look. Yeah. Holy moly. It's changed my life. Yeah. we. I, I, I feel like you and I have related a lot together this year because we both have our children. And then oh, we're yeah. also like actually making the moves to like do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It, but it's been cool to be on a journey with somebody that's kind of like in the same, like, we're not on the same path. We're doing completely different things. But to be like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, I'm doing this Look at now. this. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> I did this. I did this. They were constantly like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. And it's it's just amazing. Yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> the last year is wild. Yeah, I... It's hard to wrap my mind around. This, this has yeah. been the best year of my life. Yeah. It's, oh, and to think that I wasn't even supposed to be here the last year. I know. That makes me want to throw up. <laughs> and then you leave me soon. I know. Yeah, this time is for real. Yeah. And I am going to be very sad. But Do you know where you're going yet? No. I know. <laughs> you will be the first to know. <laughs> I, yeah. But we're hoping Florida. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be good. But I'm making sure that my self is taken care of. Yeah. Mentally and physically. And that my discipline is chef's kiss. Yeah. Because that is going to allow me to get through this hard time. Because it's going to be very hard. Yeah. And I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Because when I moved here from Florida... I handled it by starting a business. Yeah. And I do have an online business now, but... You have two, actually. I do. I do, but I don't do one of them anymore. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I did. So I am very big on throwing myself into new things and keeping my brain kind of occupied. But it's also important to sit down and process those feelings and think about them and, you know, work through them, which is why I journal and Mm -hmm. I write my feelings big or small and that just helps me you know get through yeah get through things so 
big on the discipline right now. The next six months are, I'm going hard. Um, and you can help me move my stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly. If you want anything, help pack put your boxes. name on it. <laughs> <laughs> just walk around with a sticky note. Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. <laughs> you can just take it. <laughs> this is what friends are for. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. I've got some questions. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I want to ask you, you went to a fitness convention recently. I did, yes. What did you go to? Okay, so I am a big, I mean, I love this brand called Honor, mm-hmm. O-N-E-R. And the woman who owns it, her name is Chrissy. She is an incredible human, and she has devoted her life to um, talking about women's health. And she goes to schools and talks to the, the children and the little girls talking about their bodies and health and fitness and pretty, she's changing the narrative for the, yeah. for the younger generation. And so she has an activewear company called honor. And I swear to you, it's like the best, the yeah. best clothes I've ever worn. Um, and so I got tickets to a convention. It was like their birthday celebration in Los Angeles. And I very quickly got a ticket. It was free. And I booked a trip to LA and I went by myself and I spent just the weekend there, but it was absolutely incredible. It was, she was there, all the fitness athletes were there. Um, you walk in and there was this whole section where all the athletes are just training and you can just train with them. It was incredible. They were like walking around with fresh, fresh pressed juice. Um, I did a private workout with them. I sat in panel talks with these women who we're talking about women's health and women's empowerment and how everybody is an athlete, no matter how small you train or how big you train. And oh my gosh, it just fired me up. Yeah. And I want to go to all of the conventions now because, and if you've never done anything like that, I say, do it, just book the trip, go, even if you go by yourself, like it's a trip that I will never forget. That's so cool. And I was by myself. I feel like that's pretty brave for you, too. It is brave. Yeah. No one I'm a scaredy cat. I just, I knew that was something that was like a once-in-a-lifetime uh, moment. It's a growing moment. And that's why I said, you know what? Let's see what happens. My mom thought I was going to die. <laughs> she was texting me every two seconds like, don't do this. Don't do this. Go here. Go here. And I'm like, mama, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm almost 30. Like, it's okay. Yeah. She's like, but you're going to get taken. And I'm like... Mom, okay. I've been working out for a while, and I have this bicep that could knock the money out. Yeah. Have you seen the muscles? <laughs> like a roundhouse kick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. What else? This one's a fun one. If So, Pete, my previous episode, mm-hmm. he posted this today, and I was like, oh, I'm stealing this for Jasmine. What? If you could pick any meal right now, to have no calories what would you choose I saw his he said cheesecake (laughs) (laughs) and that was a good one I instantly was like I haven't answered because I don't know any meal any or can it be like a treat any I guess honestly I would probably say um a milkshake because I crave milkshakes and milkshakes are like 
really high in calories. Yes, they are. <laughs> when I found that out, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But I still have them every so often. I know. <laughs> Milkshake. <sighs> All right. We're going to hop into another deep question. Okay. I know you're big on mental health right now. So how do you handle bad mental health days? Ooh. On my bad mental health days, I succumb to my bed in my spot and I don't want to get up and I can lay there forever and not move, not watch anything. I'll look at my phone and I know when those moments are happening, I kind of have not triggers, but I can kind of sense when my motivation is low and I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to clean up around the house or something, um, which I still have days like this, mm-hmm. which is okay. Um, and so typically I will give myself some time to, to sit in that yeah. and to feel whatever it is I'm feeling. And sometimes it might not be something specific. Other times it can be something specific. So I give myself some time to process that, think about that. And then I will force myself to write in my notebook, which I'm talking force myself like, it's hard, um, but I will force myself to write, and I will write down big on lists. Mm-hmm. So I'll have like a sticky note or something, and I will write down three things, three productive things that I'm going to accomplish today. Mm-hmm. Whether that be go for a walk, whether that be do the dishes, yeah, laundry, something productive that I can say, okay, I did that today. Sometimes it could just be making my bed, you know, yeah. and feeling just that sense of accomplishment while you're in such a low space will slowly help you pull yourself out mm-hmm. just, just by giving yourself a couple things to do each day. And I swear it feels like pulling teeth. Yeah. It in those moments, it is so hard. Um, and I have a wonderful partner who helps me in those times too. So he will usually help me out, whether that means like go for a walk with me and say, Hey, let's all go for a family walk or, push me to, you know, do something for myself. So that's usually what I do. And fingers crossed, I'm like, please, let's just get out of this. And sometimes it's a couple days, you know, it might not just be one day. Um, And that's okay because everybody's allowed those days. You're allowed to sit and feel those things and process, you know, your feelings. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm glad you mentioned the three things because – That's something I heard somebody else say that one time and it's such a good, it's a good habit to get into. Mm -hmm. Anytime I don't feel productive, that's my first thing I do because I love checking things off lists. Yeah. And so that little check mark is just like a little check mark in my head and I'm like, look at me, look at me. So talking about checking things off lists. I want to ask, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Do I believe in New Year's resolutions? (laughs) I love New Year's resolutions. I do. I think it's an amazing thing. Um, You have so many people who, I don't know, hate on New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's a stigma around New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. right? But for me, I'm like, this is a moment for you to have a fresh start, to have a clean slate, mm-hmm. to 
really focus in on you and who you are and what you want for this year. And I think it's incredible. Um, my husband is one who doesn't believe in New Year's resolutions. So every single year we sit down, usually sometime around this time, and we mm -hmm. sit and we take out a piece of paper, and I usually force him to do this, and we write down all of the things that we want to accomplish in the next year. Mm -hmm. Small, big, whatever comes to mind that's going to make you a better person, to make you 1% better, because yeah. that's what we talk about, being 1% yeah. better each day. And we take it, we fold it up, and we put it in an envelope, and we write 20, 23 goals or 20, 24 goals, mm -hmm. and we put it away. And then in six, six months, usually I'll take them back out and I'll look and I'll say, okay, like, are we on the right path to achieve these goals? Um, what's happened in the last six months? How can we change things in the, in the following six months? Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I just love them. It's just, I'm, I love Mondays too. Yeah. So I feel like so many people hate on Mondays, but for me, Monday is like that clean slate. It's yeah. like you have a whole new week to accomplish so many things and to be the person that you want to be and to prove to yourself like that you can be better. Yeah. Um, and so honestly, I feel like Mondays are like New Year's resolutions for everybody else yeah. who doesn't quite like Mondays. Yeah. Um, Tuesdays I don't like. I know that's weird. That is weird. I get super motivated on Mondays and then Tuesday hits and I'm like, hmm. Which is weird. And then Wednesday I'm like, heck yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday. Love Thursday because it's almost Friday. Friday. Woo. Yep. Let's go. Weekend. Love. Sunday. Reset. Always reset on Sundays. So Tuesdays. Tuesdays. You need an extra cup of coffee. Tuesdays. I need some extra love on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle Tuesdays. I'll just. Give you a hug. I've always Tuesday. been like that. <laughs> so, did you accomplish any of your New Year's resolutions from January till now? I did. And so, some of my goals for last year were to bench 135, which I did, mm -hmm. to a deadlift 225, which I did. Post or before injury? Before injury. I did it twice um, to read more which I didn't give myself a specific goal because I'm not big on reading. Yeah. So just telling myself and keeping it broad, saying just read more mm -hmm. or learn more, I did, right? Yeah. I can say I learned something in the you last did. year. Yeah. I learned a lot, um, which some people might want to quantify that into like a certain amount of books because I know you like to read. Yeah. Right? But I do, but my book number is slacking this year pretty oh, heavily. Yeah. I won't hit my goal, and that's okay. Oh, that's okay. okay. But think about how much you've read, I, I though. Said, let's, like, the, my New Year's resolutions, honestly, I haven't really hit any of them. Like, I had a quilting mm -hmm. one, and I hit that one. Um, it was just to have two quilts completed, and I yeah. finished two quilts this year. But all of my gym ones are completely different. The only one that's, like, on track is my bench press yeah. for the most part. But look at what I've done. Yeah. Like, the, like this podcast. Everything around those goals. You did things that you didn't even yeah, think you would do. Nowhere in January was I was like, nowhere in January did I say, oh, I'm going to have a podcast by the end of the year. Absolutely not. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. And I think the important thing about, you know, setting goals is just that you are trying to achieve something. 
that you are trying to make yourself 1% better, that you have, that, that you just want to be better. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Because as we get older, it's so important to have that. And luckily for us, we're at a wonderful age where we realize that and we have goals and we crush them, yeah. right? And new things pop up, but we're constantly turning the dial and trying to be better. Yeah. And so sometimes that may happen in other ways, which might not be on your yeah. goals list, which is okay. Yeah. Because it's amazing. You had an amazing year. Yeah. Yeah. We both did. I know. So. And you traveled. Yours was travel. Oh, yeah. We are where the year was adventure. Yeah. We definitely hit adventure. Even this podcast is yeah. adventure. Yeah. That's There's the perfect so word many for you. adventures. Mm-hmm. Next year. So we're... We'll get into that. What is your, what is the New Year's resolution that you're looking forward to for next year? Hmm. So I have a lot of different categories. So I kind of categorize mine. So I have gym. Yeah. Which usually is some type of PR or something. Um, And then I have, you know, home goals, wife goals, mom. I kind of break it all up because I need to see everything. Anyone Um, in particular that you have right now? Um, I would like to rep out 135 on bench press. I would like five reps. By? That's just, I would say, within the next six months. Before I leave. Yeah. I want to be able to rep 135. Yeah, I want to witness that. Yeah. How? It's just amazing. I love it. I love lifting heavy, and I love, again, I'm very goal-oriented. Yeah. And so this translates into the goal, the goals that I love, which are numbers, and hitting certain weights and you can hit those weights pretty easily if you work hard at them yeah so when you hit that number you're like check yeah check check so i live off of those checks yeah and i think that's just my little um my little brain i have a wild brain yeah (laughs) and that kind of keeps me on track with things um so yeah i would say my big goal fitness goal is that one which I think I can do. I know I can do it. Yeah. I work hard and set my mind to it. I can do it. So what habit, what, what are five habits you're taking with you into the new year? Ooh, I just posted it. I know. That's why I was like, okay, this one should be an easy. Okay. Big habits. Um, taking my daily vitamins and supplements. That's a huge one because I definitely feel much better when I take those. Mm -hmm. Um, and my omega-3s and all of that, which I used to not be big on vitamins, but oh my gosh, they help so much. Um, and I guess supplements, that includes like creatine and stuff because yeah. I'm back on creatine. Um, so supplements, um, drinking more water, which I know I posted a gallon of water. That's a big goal. And I think for me, saying a gallon of water might be pushing it a little much now that I'm thinking about it because that's just a big goal, isn't yeah. it? That's a lot of water. And I'm a busy girl. Um, so maybe starting a little smaller, we'll say like half a gallon a day. Yeah. And then, you know, you get thirstier as you drink more water. So, um, drinking more water, I would like to make my bed every single morning, which I know that's a big habit for people. And I 100% feel better when I do it. Yeah. So, um, making my bed, being a a. 5am girly, which I have been, Yeah. I've been doing so good at that. Um, do you, we're switching her over. What? I know. (laughs) I'm being influenced. (laughs) Um, I just feel better. And you as a person, you know when you work your best. Some people work their best at night and they stay up late. Some people work their best in the morning. 
that's me. And that's what I've learned about myself over the last couple of years is my mental game is strong in the morning. Mm -hmm. So the earlier I get up, the more I can get done. I'll clean the house first thing in the morning and I'm like, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I don't have to do it at like 6 PM when I'm exhausted. Um, or when I'm making dinner and all of this stuff, like waking up early is the key. Yeah. And it is game changer. Yeah. So definitely keep waking up early. Um, 5 a.m. is, yeah, 5 a.m. is just good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then my last one, I would say, hmm, I don't know. What, is, what, what was the other one that I put? I really thought about all of them. Hmm. Crap. Making my bed, drinking my water. What is it? There's uh, something important on there. I don't know. I need to think about it. Do you remember? I don't remember. Hmm. But you can come back to it if you remember it. Okay. I can share your link. Yeah. Maybe back. it's... Oh, one of them that's not on there is um, to keep posting every single day. Yeah. It's a big that's, one. That's, uh, you and I have talked about posting it. Yeah. Like, over the last year of, like... Oh, I want to yeah. do it. Okay, now I'm not doing it. Okay, I want to do it. Now I'm not doing it. And yeah. Now it's like at a time where we, like both of us, it's critical. that we're It's posting. critical. Like we have to post. Yeah. And I am very shy about recording myself in the gym. Yeah. That's one of those have fear I things. Better? I go through phases. So like when Dio or I see you guys recording, it helps me a lot. Um, but it's def- that is like the biggest struggle I think I have right now as far as fear wise and pushing myself is pushing past that moment of, Oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, everybody's judging me. When in reality, it's like, this is my life. Like this is what I do. Um, this is how I grow my business. So it's a, it's a struggle. I'm taking baby steps. Um, but I'm definitely getting there. I think content wise, I do have a lot of content lately. So just keeping that up. It looks good. Thank you. And your stuff is aesthetically pleasing. Thank so. you. I'm trying. It's, oh man, trying to edit as a Gen Z is hard. Yeah. <laughs> my millennial edits are not, I'm just trying my best out here. Yeah. I need Dio's help. Both. Both of us. Maybe we can have like a little Ooh. Dio editing um, class. Hey, and then we could record and we just like a quick little... Things to come. Things yeah. to talk about. I know. Hey, There's Dio. so many things. Mark that on your list, please. Yes. Please help. Help us. Uh, so how do you juggle your mental health, your fitness, working, being a mom, and being a wife? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you juggle? Um do you feel crazy? Yes. <laughs> I do. But, okay, so we talked about um, postpartum depression. I got put on medication back then, which I am all for. There are some health influencers who say, no medication, work out, and you will be fine. Hey, guess what? I worked out, and I am living a healthy lifestyle, and I eat correctly, and I'm still not okay, right? So I take Zoloft and Wilbutrin every single day, and I notice a huge difference in my mental clarity. And it helps me get through the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. Damn it. Died. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. I surely got enough. Oh, yeah. I got <laughs> um, 
crap, what was I saying? We were talking about Zoloft. Zoloft, yeah. Okay. So I take those. I take small doses. Um, but that just kind of helps me. And I even tried to get off of it um, last April, maybe a year ago, thinking like, okay, well, this is my life now. I'm super healthy. I'm super active. Like, surely this is going to be enough, right? Mm. When no, there's like a chemical imbalance in my brain. And I cannot do certain things. And I cannot perform in certain ways that I want to. And speak clearly and juggle being a mom, being a wife, cooking, taking care of me, taking care of my mental health. Like you said, like that is a lot of things while also continuing my education and doing new things and pushing yourself. And it's a lot. And I do have to, you know, sometimes take a step back and prioritize because sometimes things fall through the cracks. Yeah. And for one, I will never let my son fall through the crack. Yeah. Uh, he is my number one. And no matter what, like he is my first priority. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are definitely other things that can fall through, whether that be cleaning the house or I don't know, laundry. I hate laundry. Um, but my husband usually helps me with that. Um, same with like dishes and stuff. Like we have this routine where I love putting the dishes in the dishwasher, but he loves taking them out. So we have decided like that's our way to get through that because we both hate it so much. Mm -hmm. So he'll tell me, he'll be like, okay, I took the dishes out and I'll be like, okay, well I get to put them in there and it's like a little puzzle and I love it. Yeah. It's just my brain. Um, but yeah, honestly, I would just say the medication does help me. Working out does help me. Um, because even if I don't work out, I notice a difference in myself. So just releasing those endorphins and making sure I'm eating correctly and getting my veggies in yeah, and protein. And honestly, carbs are most important. Because if I don't eat enough carbs, I'm grumpy. Yeah. I'm a grumpy girl. Yeah. <laughs> so eating enough. <laughs> honestly, I feel like that's what falls through the cracks. Yeah. Me eating. Eating. Which it's so easy nowadays to just be like, mm-hmm. well, I can just pop this in the microwave or I can pop this in the oven or I can yep. go pick up and mm-hmm. it's hard to say, nope, I'm actually going to cook even though right. I've got like all these other things going mm-hmm. on. And prioritizing and meal prepping and figuring out which meal is your hardest meal and prepping for that. But the next day, like lunch is hardest for me because I'm busy. I'm constantly home, somewhere else, working, doing something with my kid. Like, lunch just isn't a priority, which sucks to say, but I now know I can say, like, okay, that's a hard, or that's a sore spot for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So how can I, you know, plan for the future or plan for my week Um, on Sundays? How can I make sure, like, I have something for lunch, which usually I'll make, um, like a macro-friendly meal. Usually I'll do soup because my family doesn't really like soup, which is crazy. Um, so I'll make like a yummy macro-friendly like chicken soup or something. I'll pre-portion it and that way I can just grab it. Yeah. Heat it up, grab it. I know that if it's in my macros, like, and it's good. So yeah. learning about yourself. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What else do I have for you? Oh, 
I do have this one. Oh gosh. <laughs> you have your online personal training. Yes. Whenever you go to it, you have a consultation form. Yes. What is that for? So, the consultation form. Like you're good. Some water. Open it up, our water bottle. <laughs> I'm a thirsty girl just talking. <laughs> Getting that gallon a day in. Yep. <laughs> Creatine helps with that because I'm so thirsty. Yeah. Um, so the consultation form is something that you would fill out that pretty much like lets me see how or lets me see what your goals are to see if we are a perfect fit mm -hmm. and not, not perfect per se, but just do I have what I need to help you? Yeah. And reach your goals and vice versa, right? Like it is a relationship between a trainer and a client. And it's a very important thing that people don't often talk about. Um, but the consultation form will usually just say like, tell me your goals. Um, I want you to rate like how important these goals are to you. What does your diet usually look like? What do you want it to look like? It has a lot of different questions like that to where I can see. It also has like body measurements. Why, why do you have body measurements on there? So body measurements are going to allow me, usually that's just a starting point. Mm -hmm. So, and typically I'll tell people, I'm like, if you do not feel comfortable measuring yourself, don't, don't do it. Just leave it blank. Because for me personally, measuring yourself sucks and yeah. it affects the mental aspect of all of that. But usually I just have you do that to set a baseline mm -hmm. um, to go forward to see like, okay, like this is where we are now. So you're not stepping on the scale constantly. Yeah. Um, and it also just allows me to see um, there's something called like a hip to waist ratio. Mm -hmm. And that's really important in determining like different medical factors and stuff like that. So I can kind of see, you know, how you are. And we also take pictures and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, really it just sees if, you know, we're a good fit. So um, what happens after somebody has sent in a consultation form? So usually I will schedule a video chat and we'll chat and talk about goals like in person mm -hmm. and talk about what barriers do you have? Um, that come up because everybody has barriers, right? The most common thing that people say when they say they can't go to the gym is I don't have time. Okay. That's a very broad thing to say, right? Yeah. Because we're all busy. Life is busy, especially right yeah. now, especially if you're working, even if you're a stay at home mom, we are busy. So just, um, I don't know what happened. I forgot what I was going to say. I knew it was going to happen at least once during this. I, I was looking at the Pokemon stickers. Got me <laughs> what was I saying? We were talking about consultation. consultation and what happens after they send in that form. You have the Zoom call or the video mm. chat. Yes. And then we'll go over the goals that way. Oh, barriers. That's what we were talking yeah. about. So barriers on, um, hey, you will say, I feel like I don't have enough time. And so I'll kind of ask you a little more questions to fine tune, like, okay, well, can you give me a little more information? Like, is it you don't have a car during that time? Is it you're working? And if you're working nine to five, how can you adjust your schedule to allow for this 30 minute workout or hour workout or whatever you want? Mm -hmm. Because I'm never as a trainer going to make you do something that you don't want to do. Yeah. Like 
I mean, exercises, that's a different thing. But like, if you feel like you can't work out five days a week right now because you're so busy, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. We're going to start slow. I want you to build those small habits and that will create a sustainable life because that's my goal as a personal trainer. It's not to get you as small as you want. It's not to get you to whatever goal you want in a short amount of time. It's sustainability. Yeah. It's creating a relationship with health and fitness and learning about food and learning about yourself and what triggers you have and what barriers you have and how you can get through that, which a lot of people don't think about personal trainers and them doing that. But that's a huge part of personal training Yeah, is that specifically. Um, so we're here to help you and guide you and kind of fine tune a, a path for you yeah. for whatever goal that you have. Yeah. So then after the video call, what happens? Well, I will set up your profile. So usually I do like, let's say five days a week, if you're on five days a week. Um, I'll set you up for five days a week, and typically the program is a progressive overload program. We typically stay, the first four weeks are going to be like a stability program. Mm -hmm. So I'll go ahead and program the first four weeks out for you, um, where I tell you to increase your weight each time, because mm -hmm. it's very important. Um, and then in the app, I also have habits and goals for you. So in that video call, we'll talk about you know, what are some things that you wish you had time for? What are some things that you wish you could do that you no longer have time for? Mm -hmm. Whether that be drinking more water, um, taking care of yourself, you know, finding time to journal or small habits. Um, and so on the app, I'll list them out for you and you'll see them every single day. And what's cool about the app is that you have streaks. So a lot of my clients love the streaks and they don't want to break their streaks. So like I have one where it's drink a gallon of water a day. And I have a friend who's on like 36 days or something oh my of hitting that goal every single day. And it's like, if you miss one day, like it takes it from you. Yeah. So it's a really cool way to help uh, you hit those goals. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed Jasmine's episode. Don't worry, her rapid-fire questions will be a bonus episode later. I hope you look forward to season two. It will come out sometime in the middle to end of January. But make sure you follow us on social media at Everything and the Gym. Give us a like, give us a review, give us a rate. Tell us who you want to hear and what you want to hear from us. Anyway, have a beautiful day, friends. Bye.